new Texas State Bobcats head football coach, G.J. Kinney. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Uh, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I host afternoons on Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP Mobile, Alabama, covering the South Alabama Jaguars. Prior to that, hosting on 103.7 The Game in the morning uh, and covering the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Today's episode of Locked On Sunbelt is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com forward slash locked on today to get started. All right, really thrilled to have new head coach of the Texas State Bobcats, G.J. Kinney, uh, tells us about uh, recruiting at the same time that he was coaching Incarnate Word, uh, trying to put a staff together, what he looks for and who he needs to, who, what kind of players he's going for and who he's recruiting, what, what kind of um, positions that they needed to fill as quickly as possible through the transfer portal. And they got like 27 to 30 guys, which is really impressive uh, in only a couple of months. Uh, he talks about uh, himself and where all his coaching background and a little playing background uh, and how one is actually an Eagles fan growing up and living in Texas. I'm sure that's going to go over uh, really well. He also talks about coming up right now about uh, Lindsey Scott Jr., the Walter Payton Award winner for Player of the Year in FCS football this past season uh, only put out like 60 touchdowns and 11 on the ground so it was like 71 touchdowns we were responsible for uh all right so welcoming gj kinney new texas state bobcats head coach to lockdown sunbelt welcome back to another edition of lockdown sunbelt your team every day i'm your host dave schultz thrilled and honored to have the new texas state bobcats head coach gj kinney and i have to say that slowly or else i'm going to say it uh, jg because you sound like you should be a wealth management guy on Wall Street. Thank you so much for your time, Coach, and congratulations on the gig. How did it come about? Man, just, uh, you know, we were in the playoffs, and you go through the interview process, and you have a couple different interviews, and and I think for me, um, I was really hoping, you know, Texas State acted first, and they did, and, and uh, you know, great leadership here, um, great institution, really great opportunity uh, for both sides, and, and I'm just really glad it worked out. Yeah, we'll get back to you trying to put a staff together and recruiting and coaching in the playoffs a little bit later. Yeah. But I do want to talk about uh, your quarterback who, you know, I don't know what he had, like 71 touchdowns he was responsible for, Lindsey Scott Jr. So I've been following his career for a long time. I was doing mornings in Lafayette, Louisiana, covering the, the Raging Cajuns. And he's out of high school in Baton Rouge. And he's heading up my, my hometown way to Syracuse, New York. He's going to be this great replacement for Eric Dungey. But LSU doesn't have a quarterback in their recruiting class. They pull at his heart at his uh, heartstrings and put him on 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 campus. Uh, they offer him a scholarship, but he's never going to play there because of his size, for the most part. And then he he you know he goes from this school to that school. He ends up at Nichols. He actually he doesn't beat the Cajuns, but he ran all over them and had a great ball game uh, against them in their uh, you know Sun Belt championship year. Uh, and then this year, I mean, sixty touchdowns in the air, sixty. Uh, tell us about Lindsey Scott Jr., who was the uh, Walter Payton uh, Award winner as the best player in FCS uh, this yeah. past year. Yeah, Lindsey Scott is is a stud. He's a true professional in everything he does. Um, you know, 
when when our quarterback left last year and and uh, you know went to another school, we were in the portal and, and evaluating every guy that that popped up and and he had a lot of success in the Southland, you know, at Nichols and he led the league in rushing and and uh, you know, but I wanted to make sure he could he could throw the ball. So we're we're looking through the film and watching everything, watching every game and and uh, really the the thing that really sold me on him was his game versus Lafayette. Uh, mm. You know, the the previous year, you know, he really lit those guys up and I he said, did. man. This guy's pretty special. We have the opportunity to get him here. We we got to get him and brought him on a visit and and spent the whole day with him, showing him the offense. And and the next morning, it wasn't a you know some kind of big closing recruiting pitch. He came down for for breakfast and and sat down with me and Coach Levin and said, "All right, let's do this thing. I'm 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 ready to go." So, um, you know, he he was very um, very mature, um, very professional in everything he did throughout that process. And I. I Obviously, that's why I tell Coach Lefkowitz all the time when we're talking to these different quarterbacks and and you know we're we're giving them the recruiting pitch and telling them what we did with Lindsey. You know, remember how fast it took Lindsey uh, to make that decision and and the and, and it really that decision making really transferred to the field. So we, we're not getting caught up and and who wants to be here, who doesn't want to be here. The guys that, that are supposed to be here, it'll take care of itself. And and uh, you know Lindsey, you know just from the very beginning, um, you know he's he's been to so many different schools. We I was to be honest with you, I was kind of waiting to see like. All right, when's the bad stuff gonna come out? Like, what, right. where, you know, what, what's going on here? Because he he really was. He was the first guy in, last guy out. Um, you know, he he trained hard. You know, he was throwing it around the yard. Like he was looking, you know, obviously really good in the spring. And I think after that first spring practice, I was like, all right, we got a chance to be pretty special with this guy. Um, you know, just because of his running ability. Um, and, you know, he he can make all the throws, but he was very intelligent. Um, he really studied the, you know, studied the playbook and studied the offense. And he was really like a coach on the field. So, um, you know, I, and I think when you get to the season, you know, he was really tough. A lot of people don't know. He, he kind of banged up his knee, you know, week mm. two versus Nevada and really played for a lot of guys. That's a six week injury. What he had, I don't want to go into specifics, but, you know, a lot of guys are out for a, for a long period of time. And he fought through that and and still put up the numbers he did. So uh, the, the guy is tough. Uh, he's smart. He's got all the athleticism you need. I think he's tearing it up right now at the NFLPA game out there. And, and I, I really believe somebody's going to fall in love with him and, and give him an opportunity to, you know, to get into camp. And then once he gets there, you know, I think they'll, you know, see everything that we see. So uh, I'm excited for him. And, and like you said, he had 71 touchdowns, 60 through there, 11 on the ground. And, and we really didn't even start running him because one, because of the injury and two, we just had to preserve him until the playoffs. And you see what happened in the playoffs for him. So the guy's a stud and, and uh, you know, somebody's going to fall in love with him. Also, the passing thing was kind of working a little bit. The passing thing was kind of working. <laughs> yeah, so we're talking to G.J. Kinney, the uh, the new uh, Texas State Bobcats head coach. All right, so let's take what, you know, you only had Lindsey Scott Jr. for a year, but you did have somebody who has a ton of experience. How do you install a new offense with a new quarterback? And I believe, quote, unquote, uh, at your press conference, when you got the job, you said you're going to light up the scoreboard. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big believer. Win or lose, you can't be boring. And it doesn't appear the Bobcats are going to be boring. They're going to put up a lot of points or at least attempt it. Yeah, I think the style of play um, that, that you know, we've created is, is very important. Um, you know, on offense, you know, we're going to be very fast, be multiple, a lot of motions, a lot of tempo. Uh, we're going to throw the ball down the field. We're going to take shots. Uh, we're going to be exciting. Um and defense the same way. We're very aggressive. So I think style of play is important when you're, you know, this day and age of college football and, and uh, you know, no better place to do it than, than the Sunbelt. 
so I'm, I'm really excited about that. And I think we got some some big time quarterbacks in the building and, and uh, you know, they're going to battle it out in the spring and see what happens. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll have more with G.J. Kinney, Texas State's new head football coach after this. But first, let me tell you about FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are here. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, it's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers, join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel has all of your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at bigger payouts with the same game parlay. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So, football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 bet, $150 in free bets, win or lose, at fanduel.com slash lockdown. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of uh, the NFL. All right, back with uh, G.J. Kinney, new Texas State Bobcats head football coach, talks about a few things in our next segment. The offensive lineman that he got from Incarnate Word, Malik Hornsby joining uh, the crew from Arkansas, the new quarterback for the Bobcats, uh, and uh, his background, because he's moving up the coaching ranks very, very quickly. It is Texas State's new head football coach, G.J. Kinney on Lockdown Sunbelt. All right, so let's get to that. Without being specific, when do you like to have a time frame? When do you like to tell a quarterback and the team, for that fact of the matter, you're the guy? Uh, I think it all just depends. Um, we'll kind of see how spring ball goes, and if it's after spring ball, we'll do it then, and mm -hmm. if not, it goes in training camp. Uh, I'm not big into like the secrets and, and this and that. Like, you know, we'll figure out who the best guy is and we'll roll with it. Talking to G.J. Kinney, new Texas State Bobcats head football coach on Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. All right, it kind of feels like Texas State is this sleeping giant in uh, the Sunbelt. They have, I believe, they're the largest school in the Sunbelt. They have the biggest budget in the Sunbelt, but they've never been able to, you know, transfer that, at least on the – on the football field, they've had success. Uh, they've had success as a, as a basketball team, had success uh, as a baseball team, and I think even as a softball team. But they haven't been able to do that as a football team. Why do you think that is, and how can you change that? Uh, you know, I'm I'm just excited about the opportunity. Um, you know, we got great leadership here. Um, I think what we're doing right now on the recruiting trail is pretty special. The guys we've been able to get here on campus and in, in, in classes and, and then in the high school ranks as well, um, you know, just in a short period of time kind of tells you what, what we're going to be about. And, uh, you know, it, it takes great players. And and um, I think we're, we're getting that, you know, getting that thing rolling. Um, but I expect to win next year. And that's what I'm telling these guys on the team. And, uh, you know, they're working hard to do that. Well, the West is going to be very tough. Troy is your defending champ. South Alabama is bringing back Carter Bradley. Southern Miss seems to be heading in the right direction, and we'll see if the Cajuns uh, can reload a little bit, although their quarterbacks are coming back. Was there a, a, a specific, uh, you know, position group you were looking to add during this, uh, you know, time when you, you became head coach? Yeah, I think two um, for me, uh, on offensive at least, uh, the O-line. Uh, you know, we had some guys leave and, and transfer out. So I think getting our five UIW guys uh, here enrolled and uh, on campus, uh, you know, helps them sleep at night. Uh, we got some big time guys on the O-line. Uh, you know, I think both tackles are NFL guys, mm. um, you know, and then, then we got some depth pieces that, that 
that are really, really good players and, and have an opportunity to, to start. And, and uh, so that, that was really big. And then obviously getting Malik Hornsby, uh, you know, mm. quarterback transfer in here that with his athleticism and, and uh, I'm really excited to, to help develop him, me and coach Leftwich and get in there and see what he's all about in the spring. Cause I think he has a pretty special skill set. you know, talking about, you know, as a 10, three guy in high school and, and back to back, you know, state championship appearances, 52 touchdowns, four interceptions a senior year. So the, the it, it's there. Um, so I'm excited to develop him and, and see what he can do in the Sun Belt. All right, we'll get to Malik Hornsby here in a second. Did you say you got five offensive linemen from our incarnate word? Did yeah, we got yeah, five. Yeah. All right. So that seems to be the one position group that they have to work in tandem, right? Like the corners don't necessarily work in tandem. The safeties don't necessarily work in tandem. The linebackers may not. The wide receivers don't. The running backs don't. But if one guy on that offensive line doesn't work together, right, then the whole either the whole play, you know, the whole play can mess up. Uh, how long does it take to build a chemistry with that offensive line? And if you already have it, bring it in the guys that already know your offense and know you. Yeah, there, there's some guys that for sure we brought in here to play and, and they're going to do that. And there's some guys on campus that are really talented as well. And I think, you know, at the end of spring, we'll have a really good idea what that, that O-line looks like. And then we'll probably add some more pieces, you know, um, in, in that next transfer portal window. Uh, so, uh, that's the thing right now that with the way they the scholarships are, are built and the way the NCAA is doing, it's a pretty fluid 85. So we'll kind of see what we look like after spring and, mm. and add, and we'll probably lose some pieces and, and add the pieces that we need. Uh, fluid is a nice way of, of calling the transfer portal, but it is. We're talking to GJ Kinney, Texas State Bobcats head coach. Tell us about Malik Hornsby uh, and his recruitment from Arkansas. I kind of feel like you were sending him uh, maybe Lindsey Scott Jr. touchdown passes like every day or something along those lines. <laughs> yeah, th there's no doubt about it. We That was a big selling point um, because he did, you know, Lindsey, uh, you know, he really got benched the last couple of games at Nickel State. And, and people said, he, you know, the, the, the development process and he wanted to go somewhere where he could throw. And that's kind of what Malik was was looking for as well. Um, so the day he got in the portal till, till the day he got to campus, I, I reiterated that he's a quarterback and uh, he just needs to get developed and uh, you know, we're the people that do that. There's no better people in the country that develops quarterbacks better than, than me and Coach Leftwich. So um, getting him on campus was huge, and I think his athleticism speaks for itself. You know, his highlights are, are, are pretty unreal. Um, and he's, I think he's got a big-time arm as well. So I'm excited to really get in there and get to work with him. Right now he's just running and, and lifting and, and uh, you know, challenged him to, you know, kind of step up and be that leader that, that I know he can be. And, and uh, so that's those are the things he's working on right now. Have you challenged him to a hundred yard dash yet? I'm not doing that. I will. No. Lose. I can promise you that. I've seen him run out there. He he's as fast as advertised. All right. So talk about because we have you know uh, there's you know other big time coaches at big time programs, new coaches, new potentially new quarterbacks. What do you expect in the spring? How much do you install offensively and defensively? Uh, do you get into specifics or is it kind of a, all right? We kind of need to go slow, general, and then they have that down. They have the basics down. And then we're, you know, we're ready to roll when fall camps begin, either at the end of July or beginning of August. Yeah, we'll install our, our base offense, base defense, special teams. And, and uh, but you know how that goes. Usually about that halfway point, coaches start getting competitive and we start adding, you know, the oh. motions and the trick plays and, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, on offense for us, uh, we're always going to. Uh, you know, run our base stuff from week one to the, you know, the bowl game, you know, we'll be running our base offense every day. That's kind of what we believe in, you know, uh, getting good at something and, and really just putting lipstick on the pig after that, dressing up the different plays on offense and defense. So, um, you know, our, our guys should have, you know, 90% of the playbook in after spring ball. 
So now we're going to tweet out, DJ Kinney calls his offense a pig. All right, great. All right. Like that. <laughs> Careful. That's a, that, that's a, that's a Pat Shermer uh, saying right there. He was right, the OC right. in, in Philly. So. Uh, all right, tell us a little bit about you, because I think you were only at Incarnate Word for one year, so all of a sudden you're a head coach. Uh, I'm not sure how much older you are than Lindsey Scott Jr., not that much older. Um, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got to Texas State so fast. Yeah, I grew up in this state. Uh, I'm a son of a Texas high school football coach, grew up on the sidelines in the locker room, uh, threw for a bunch of yards and ran for a bunch of yards in high school, signed with Texas, uh, ended up transferring, got in the portal myself, uh, going to, to Tulsa and was a three-year starter there and got to play for some really, you know, big-time coaches. And, uh, you know, Todd Graham was my head coach. I played Gus Malzahn, recruited me. Uh, Chad Morris was my OC, uh, Mike Norvell, uh, Herb Hand, um, you know, Bill Blankenship. So I had some big time coaches at the University of Tulsa. And then I go to get opportunity to play in the NFL and, and uh, got to play for, for Chip Kelly when he was bringing his, his mm. uh, you know, college offense to the NFL and, and kind of, you know, learned his system and, and what he was all about, you know, and, and the sports science aspect of it. So I think my years there, 13, 14, and 15 with, in the, with, with him and, and Howie Roseman and how they built that thing and, and uh, was, was huge. Um, and I texted Howie this morning. He's, he's one of my big mentors and, and uh, really happy for what those guys are doing in Philly right now. Um, and then getting the opportunity to, to get in, into coaching uh, after that. And kind of happened fast, you know, started off with Chad Morris at, at SMU as a GA and then went back to Philadelphia a couple of years later and, and got to work for Doug Peterson. And, and uh, you know, that was another really cool experience getting to, to learn from, you know, Super Bowl winning coach. And, and you know, I, I don't know if it I would just, I would imagine he's the NFL coach of the year. I don't know if that happens or not, but he's another guy that I lean on and and uh, a huge mentor for me and. I would say our coaching styles are all the coaches I've been around are probably the most similar. You know, I think, you know, former quarterbacks, players, coaches, but also demand, you know, the discipline and accountability, uh, you know, part of it. And, and, uh, but yeah, I think just all the different coaches that I've been around and then get the opportunity to, to, um, you know, go back with, with Gus Malzahn at, at, at UCF in 2021, be the OC and, and kind of mm. do that whole deal. And, and uh, you know, there's a reason why he battled Saban, you know, that many years, you know, in the recruiting. Uh, I learned a ton about recruiting from Coach Malzahn and how to, you know, that whole process. And, and you know, uh, so that, that was a really good experience for me. And then get the opportunity to be a head coach last year at 33 years old and back in Texas and, and uh, you know, go 12 and 2 and, and, uh, you know, I really thought we had a real opportunity to, to win it all. And, and uh, you know, I think people, you know, we had number one offense in the country averaging, you know, I think at 1.53 points per game. And, you know, the FCS uh, Heisman Trophy, the Walter Payton winner. And, and uh, so we did a lot of really good things last year at Incarnate Word and got the opportunity to interview for a couple of head coaching jobs and ultimately, you know, landed at Texas State. And I couldn't be you know, more excited and, and happy about this. I mean, since I've all the things I talked about with the 40,000 students and the river flowing through campus and, and the potential, but then once you get here, you're like, oh yeah, like this is it. Uh, you know, so every day I'm, I'm really just excited to, to, to get up here to work and, and get after it and, and be at all the lift groups. And, and, you know, I was on the road recruiting, but I was up here this morning and, and, you know, just really developing those relationships with the players. Cause that's what it's about. You know, everyone's got good plays and everyone got good players, but I think it's about the chemistry and the relationships that you build. And, and uh, so, you know, that's what we're trying to do right now. And, and we'll get into, you know, some of the football stuff a little bit later on in spring ball. 
One more time out before we uh, wrap it up with G.J. Kinney, the head coach of Texas State. How does one become an Eagles fan when you live in the state of Texas? Interesting. But first, let me tell you about Built Bar. And this is a huge help for me during Senior Bowl week because I'm one to, you know, eat all of the candy, which is delicious, but not necessarily good for you. Looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, and I've got the thing for you. you got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like candy while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars from Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's, Run in, grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. All right, now I've had the cookies and cream. Delicious. Uh, at my Sam's Club, we actually get the salted caramel. Very good. And I had the coconut puffs. To be honest with you, I'm not a coconut fan, but this one was good. Uh, and I, I'll probably get two boxes because I will eat them like candy during Senior Bowl week. But it's it'll be pretty good, and it's better than all of the candy. And I'm going to try and not eat as much, although I know that I will. Uh, all right, let's wrap it up with uh, G.J. Kinney, head coach of Texas State. Coach, how are you an Eagles fan when you live in the state of Texas? Oh, so that was fantastic, but sometimes I hear what I want to hear. What's it like being an Eagles fan in the state of Texas? How does that work out? Yeah, I actually grew up an Eagles fan. Uh, oh. you know, my, my, my dad was uh, uh, on the you know training camp roster, I believe, in 89 or 90. He was a linebacker, oh. played at, at Baylor, and, and got opportunity to go up there in Philly. So, you know, he'd have his Eagles shirt on from, you know, his gear from from training camp back in the day. And, uh, you know, obviously in, in, in Dallas Cowboys country. And, and, and really, I hate to say it, but, you know, my two favorite teams, the Eagles and Cowboys, you know, it's kind of one of those deals. I, right. I, I recruited John Stephen Jones to Arkansas, and, and uh, so I got greatly guys and and uh but yeah what what they're doing right now in, in philly is, is really cool and and I, I hope they go get another one uh, another ring and then i hear you got you got connections to mike norvell of florida state so i'm figuring yeah. you've been on the phone trying to get a, a two for one with the seminoles that the bobcats can go play florida state here soon yeah I, that's not my deal I, i'll let don <laughs> handle that uh kind of stuff but yeah coach novell is awesome and, and been a great resource throughout this process and somebody you know i call you know every once in a while to just you know bounce ideas off of and uh you know great coach great person and i, I was glad that you know he's you know the last year you kind of see everything that they've been working towards and, and the work they put in kind of come to fruition so that was pretty cool a couple more minutes with gj uh, kinney from texas state net new head football coach all right so when you got the job, you were in the middle of the SCF FCS playoffs. You made it all the way to the semifinals, losing to North Dakota State. Uh, and then you got the job. But instead of hiring a staff or waiting, you were kind of doing both. Yeah. Tell us about that process, how you were recruiting and coaching. Uh, and then when you were able to take a breath, uh, I don't know, have you slept yet? Because all you guys are doing, you've, sound, you've signed about 30 new players 
uh, in only a couple of months. Yeah, it, it was tough, um, but I just felt like, you know, I owed it to those those guys at, at, at UIW and, and all the hard work they put in and, and the opportunity to go win a national championship. And and so I was I was going to practice and, and meetings in the morning there and then in the afternoons headed over to, to San Marcos and, and, and get to work recruiting and, and meeting with the player, the current players on the roster and, and starting to build a staff. And, you know, I, I brought most of my guys from UIW over, so I knew that was in place. But um, you know, so it, it was difficult, but at the same time, it was a, a very rare and special opportunity to go win a national championship. So, uh, you know, most of the efforts were there, but, you know, obviously, like you said, we signed close to 30 guys and that started really the day I, I got the job here, you know, talking to high school coaches and, and, and talking to high school players and, and getting in that portal. And how, how difficult do you think it's going to be to mesh the new players with the guys that are already there? And these guys aren't like they're coming in, in the fall, they're there now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, I talked to him about this morning. I think that's the biggest challenge that, you know, college football is facing right now. Not only us is, you know, bringing these guys together and uh, building that chemistry and, and really that that love and that brotherhood that 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 comes with college football. And, and uh, so that'll be a big challenge. But, you know, I'd say that's one of my strengths as a coach is doing that. So I'm excited about the challenge. G.J. Kinney, new Texas State Bobcats head coach, claims that they are going to light up the scoreboard. We love to hear it, and we look forward to seeing it. Congratulations on the new gig, and really appreciate your time. Thanks for hopping on Lockdown Sunbelt. Yeah, thanks, Dave, and, and uh, look forward to a great season. All right, I want to thank uh, head coach G.J. Kinney, uh, new head coach of Texas State, for joining us on Lockdown Sunbelt. It's a busy time, right? Uh, yesterday was uh, National Signing Day, and – He's recruiting, he's putting a staff together, he's moving. And so uh, there's a lot going on with him. So I do appreciate uh, his time for hopping on Locked on a Sunbelt. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe. We're continuing to grow. And I appreciate everyone that's listening and watching. Once again, you've been watching Locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.